0: The college experience Memphis Tigers at the SMU Mustangs, AAC college basketball preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. Yes, that's right. $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t-shirt as well. Head over to sports slash win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sports slash win. That's W Y N N we're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters, providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks. Better than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. SportsGambling Podcast.com slash BTV. That's sports slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like the stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no vig. That's right, no vig betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's betteredge b e t t o r edge.com promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Ace per head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at slash SGP. That's slash SGP. Welcome, welcome to the college experience, uh, SMU Memphis style AAC college basketball preview. My name is Colby, swinging Dan to base, Dan, aka Pick Don D, and we are handicapping some AAC basketball. We just saw this game about what forty-eight hours ago in Memphis. This time it's being shifted to Dallas, so I, I figured I gotta get my guy, my guy TJ <laughs> Reeves on the show. TJ Reeves. Uh, first off, host of the three dog Thursday podcast. You got to check that out. But also, I mean, I, I, I I should probably preface this one first was that Tampa Bay Buccaneers radio sideline reporter. This guy, he's, he's, he's probably been partying all week. I feel like
1: what is this January football and super bowl you speak of? Because (laughs) up until this year, we didn't really know what that was for the last decade plus in Tampa Bay. But now we're in super bowl 55 and it's a home game. So I, I, my, I'm in many worlds, but that world has been a priority for obvious reasons. But the good news is the bucks and the chiefs don't play for another week and a half. So I've been catching up on my college hoops. I've been listening to pick Dundee. I've been (laughs) checking out the college experience. And when you rolled out the red carpet and said, do you want to talk? Go Tigers go. (instrumental) ( interaction) Go Tigers go. My Memphis Tigers, even though I went to the former Memphis State University, and two years after I left in 1994, they made my diploma a collector's item and renamed my school to the University of Memphis, I still uh, ride with the blue and gray of Memphis, and so I am honored to be in here and talk about the tigers and SMU part two this week, this this is getting more and more convoluted and more and more like the NBA, where we're doing like back to backs and home and homes and trying to keep track of the schedule. It's crazy that Memphis and SMU just played each other on Tuesday night. And now they're playing again, Colby.
0: Well, and to me, like one of the most, I understand it because most of the mid majors are doing these back to backs or, or two games in 72 hours. But they're, they're normally at the same location. I don't understand it as much. Cause I'm like, wait, aren't your chances of catching it greater when you're flying, when you're going to the airport, when you're like, I mean, Dallas and, and, and Memphis, are, are they taking a bus? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I get it in the Missouri Valley when you're playing at Bradley Tw- twice in a row but but this right. is a little strange to me I, I don't understand the logic and I you, guess you make
1: a good point because a lot of these conferences you're close enough for an hour or two bus ride that ain't the case brother I've made the drive I don't care how fast that bus is going you're not getting from Memphis to Dallas inside of about nine or ten hours on a bus so that that's not the case but this is the AAC trying to make up games because remember Memphis was on pause for like 18 days. I know Villanova had the ridiculous one like 27 days, but Memphis had like 18 days off. Then they came off of that COVID-19 uh contact tracing pause to make sure everybody was healthy enough and be able to coach enough, and they promptly lost to Tulsa. But man, now Penny Hardaway's team has gotten their act together at the time that we're taping to go play this game at SMU.
0: Yeah, and let's just touch let, let's just touch base on the Memphis Tiger program right now because look, I watched this 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 program. Uh, well, last year I thought was unfair for Penny. Cause Wiseman gets uh, you know, I can, I think it was after like the second or third game. Uh, <laughs> right. he, he can't play for them, but I, I watched this team and I'm texting, you know, my, my brother's a big college basketball and that, and I'm like, man, they're starting five is nasty. I would hate to see them on the right day, but at the same time, I feel like they've been underachieving and I, and I'm, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm uh, of the opinion that you probably think the same thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it has been a disappointment and again, we can't make anything off of the end of last year. Uh, for anybody because we were robbed of all of it. But Penny Hardaway needed a flurry at the finish, kind of like in boxing, what Muhammad Ali used to do. I mean, I know I'm older than you and I used to watch Ali fight live and now you watch him on YouTube and all the old stuff, but Ali would, would, would kind of like cruise along for the first two minutes, the first two fifteen of a round. And then he win the last 45 seconds to give the impression of the judges that he won the round. that's what you were. You were looking for the flurry at the end of the round from Memphis at the end of last year. And then everything, the AAC tournament, any postseason, NIT NCA, whatever, nixed and gone. So now you reload this year with a couple of the guys gone, uh, and you're, you're wondering if they can get their legs under them and then they have to pause for like three weeks. So now we're in that mode where here over the next couple of weeks, we're going to see a lot of Memphis basketball and find out what penny has. And in particular, we're talking about the, the two games with East Carolina, where they destroyed them. That game was a 30 point game at the half on like- Sunday. My buddy, my buddy, Dave will does the Memphis tiger games on Memphis tiger radio has been doing it for nearly 30 years. And he, he and I talked earlier this week and he goes, there are some games where you run out of, how do I keep describing that we're clobbering them? And I kept looking up the clock going, this is the first half and it's 40 to 10 and it's 43 to 12 and it's 46 to 13. He said that was just an annihilation at East Carolina. They're going to play them coming up. And then they had a tough game with SMU Tuesday night, Colby.
0: Uh, yeah, I want to touch on that, but dude, I'm an ECU graduate. Did you have to throw salt in the wounds there? I don't, huh?
1: I, you know, I don't, uh, intentionally back the bus over you. In full reverse, well, well, but the Pirates, <laughs> we have not been getting rowdy at the Dowdy for a while uh, for ECU uh, or Minji's Coliseum. I uh, have done some games at Minji's Coliseum. Can we digress for one point four seconds? What's the that? last time the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the only time to this moment have been in the Super Bowl was in San Diego, California? Colby Dant picked Dundee. Yes, that anniversary was earlier this week on January twenty-sixth on Monday. Mm. That was a Sunday in 2003 on the Saturday night before that on January, the 25th, one TJ Reeves guest on the college experience. Did the play-by-play of the University of South Florida in Tampa at East Carolina in the Minge's Coliseum Ooh. in Greenville, North Carolina? That was at that time a Conference USA game, a Conference USA game between USF, ECU. You might have been in school in and around that time. I, there's a strong chance,
0: a man. There's a strong. I mean, by the way, I said graduate. I was not. I didn't actually end up graduating. <laughs> but
1: you did. Time. You I, I did what ECU
0: was, people do. You go there. It's like a toilet. You party. Then, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. So that was not an ordinary game. This was a back and forth game where ECU hit the tying shot at the end of regulation. My man Seth Greenberg, who you now see all over ESPN is yes. the USF coach. Long before he was the Virginia Tech coach, he was the University of South Florida's coach. My man got teed up in the first overtime. And he got teed again in the second overtime and ejected from the game in this game that went on and on. And so then I traversed in the middle of the night from Greenville, North Carolina to Raleigh to get on a 7.00 AM Eastern time Raleigh flight, to get through Atlanta, to get to San Diego and go to the super bowl, the bucks and the Raiders the next day. So when you speak of East Carolina and you speak (laughs) of the pirates and Minji's Coliseum, just know it ties back to uncle TJ and the bucks in the super bowl. I just had to wrap that up on a bow for you.
0: No, I love that right there, man. I love that. And and if (laughs) what year was that? Oh two,
1: is that 02? 02. It would have been the January 03 game because the the Super Bowl of the 02 season was January 03, and that turned out to be Seth Greenberg's final year. And that is the only time at USF. I don't know that it ever happened at East Carolina that he got thrown out of a game. He got thrown out at East Carolina in the second of two overtimes. It was crazy in that building. They probably had four or five thousand going berserk on top of you They're, at Mingy's. I mean, I, I just know this. We got out of there alive, and I got to the Super Bowl, and the Bucks won the Super Bowl.
0: And there's a decent chance I was at that game. I went to a couple, I mean, I went to a few basketball games, but the problem was is that I was a uh, 18 year old, so (laughs) I don't have the. I I know I saw Patino there, right? Uh, Louisville. I know. We got. We were. We actually were beating them at halftime, and then they just destroyed us in the second half. But right,
1: two um, half game. But yeah, the Tigers looked great on Sunday. Did I mention that? And won by like 30. And they will be playing East Carolina again here soon but they were sloppy in this game Tuesday night with SMU, uh, including uh, turnovers at home. Didn't shoot it particularly well. I know Alex Lomax uh, was back. They brought him off the bench. I I believe he's been hurt uh, trying to keep up with my alma mater. He got 14 off the bench, but Memphis couldn't make a free throw in this game. They kept it. They kept it close because what did they shoot like 12 of 25 from the foul line? Yeah. That's like in the days of John Calipari, I'm going to have PTSD now worrying about my tiger shooting free throws again. What is up? Penny was a good free throw shooter. Yeah. Why, why are the, why are my tigers not shooting free throws Colby?
0: I mean, I dude, I don't have that. That's a college basketball question right there. The whole, the landscape, I feel like, um, right. I, I mean, I watched Bowling Green tonight. They couldn't hit a free throw to save their life. So, uh, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) but, but dude, I mean, they're down, they were, they, they pulled that Ali that you're talking about. They were down 13 and they rallied, got the win. And when you look at this, you know, AAC, they haven't even scheduled, they haven't played Houston yet. So here's Houston at eight and one at the top of the conference, Memphis at five and two in second place. And all of a sudden you say, man, if Penny can get this team playing ball you know, cause that loss of Tulsa was only a one point loss. Might I add? So, and that was coming out of COVID uh, they're playing defense at an elite level. It's really the offensive side of the ball that I think they go really cold at times. And it's, I don't understand it personally, because you look at the roster and you're like, wait, okay. They got Jeffries, they got Williams, they got Quinones. I, I I don't understand. And I can go on and on. I, there's answers. Uh, there's players that I think at every position. I think are are really good college basketball players. So I, I think they they can give Houston the biggest test. Not only because of their uh, athleticism, but but I think the fact that their their height and I think they're playing defense at a level. Houston's a guard heavy team, so I think it just kind of it fits. And I'm so intrigued. To, I mean, obviously they got to get to SMU, and we're here to talk SMU. But uh, I'm very intrigued if Memphis can, I think they could win this conference still, you know, I mean, I, I really believe that they could have the formula to beat Houston if they can get past SMU, if they can get, what'd you say? I think UCF's coming up. They have
1: two games in the bizarre COVID rescheduling the American conference. You to your question earlier about, okay, well you play SMU on Tuesday night of this week at home. And then 48 hours later, you're in Dallas, you're traveling to Dallas to play them in a game. They're going to play UCF twice coming next week on February 1st and February 3rd at home in the (laughs) FedEx forum. So UCF is going to come there and stay. It's like baseball. We're going to play like a two game set or a three game set. Like it's, you know, yeah. I don't know, the Rays and the Yankees. But uh, in any event, the Tigers are going to try to take advantage of that. Uh, Musa Cisse is the guy right now at 6'10 out of West Africa. He's had a couple double-doubles. He had four blocks the other night against SMU. I've seen them play. I've seen Cisse play really at an extended period of time once. I'm anxious to tune in in this game. What kind of game does he have against SMU? Is he starting to come around some? Is he a guy that Penny Hardaway can count on for Memphis?
0: and and SMU at the same time they're battling covid issues despite the fact they just played Memphis without their head coach Tim Jankovic and 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 I think reports are that he's not going to be able to coach this game he tested positive for covid on monday but I, yeah. I i was bullish on this SMU team coming into the season and i still i mean i think they've kind of lived up to it but uh uh i look at this SMU team and and i, I th- to me they match up better against Memphis than Houston does because I see they got three really good guards. They got a couple bigs that play good. This guy Ferron Hunt, at 12 points, 8 boards a game, uh, 1.1 blocks and one steal. Talk about getting it done all over the court. But uh when you analyze this game, what do you think the key is to Memphis getting I mean obviously you hit on the free throw shooting. I mean, I'm yep. looking at their roster right now and I see, you know,
1: a lot of uh, starters uh, shooting a really, really Go bad ahead. percentage.
0: Short of <laughs> Nolly, uh, everyone well, else. Anders
1: Nolly shooting like 80, yeah. per, 86%. Is there anybody else shooting 70%? I didn't see anybody. It's bad. It's yeah. bad. Yeah. And that's why they were so bad again the other night. Lomax.
0: Lomax, I think, is the only guy getting you through. 71.
1: Yeah. And other than that, foul anybody else you want to foul. If you're trying to get back in the game. Well, from the game Tuesday night, it was kind of uncharacteristic for SMU. They had 17 turnovers in the game. They didn't shoot it bad. They shot 48%. They shot 11 of 25 from three. They just had 17 turnovers. So I think if you're looking at SMU here at home, that's one of the things to hone in on. Do they take better care of the basketball?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you would think also just at home, you'd probably shoot better but uh, this line opened up at minus three SMU minus three. And and by the way, I don't know, I know that you've been celebrating the, uh, the, the bucks <laughs> I, I handicapping these back-to-back games. And this includes the 72 hour thing has been a nightmare for me, Patty CNC, Nick, the guys at uh, the college experience that, that I, it's really hard to get a read. I mean, sometimes your logic says, okay, Loyola, Chicago, the Ramblers, they won by 47 against <laughs> you know, whatever it be Indiana state, but they play again tomorrow. I'm still going to take them at minus six. They won by 40 (laughs) last night, but then they lose. And you're just like, I I don't understand how to handicap these games. You know, it's like, and then, and then you end up taking, so you end up siding with the, uh, the underdog the next day. And then occasionally you get really laughed at. Like, why would you take San Jose state? You know, they're horrible. Well, I don't know. You know, I, I, I just felt like it's been a nightmare on these back to back things. Anyway, this 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 line opened up at three. It's moved to three and a half. I'm seeing uh, over at William Hill right now, Um, uh, so that means the money coming in on on uh, on SMU here. So I I I tend to think let's take Memphis again because they look their SMU is going to be without Jankovic, their coach. I understand they're at home, but Memphis didn't play the best half of ball. I mean, the the second half they kind of turned it on. So I think they're still the more skilled team when it's all said and done.
1: I know that I'm not, I'm not going to sit here on the college experience and argue with you taking my Memphis tigers as an underdog. And I love, I love trying to handicap the underdogs. We'll get into this more specifically with the super bowl winding down, uh, you know, uh, here in the coming week and a half, the show will become much more of a college basketball show. And this is me taking the opportunity to invite pick Dundee to be part of three dog Thursday to help me. But I, I, I agree with you that it's getting tougher. Uh, when these games are postponed and you have them all going in a blur again, Memphis is in the midst of playing five games in 11 days from that East Carolina game to both of these SMU games. Then the two games with uh, UCF central Florida. So it's a blur of games, I I I hate to say this, but traveling to Dallas, even even without Jankovic coaching or 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 not coaching, I would tend to favor SMU here in a payback game. If they don't turn the ball over as well as they shot it in Memphis, I think that, like you said, they're going to shoot it that well at home. I might be hands off on the Tigers here as a, as the underdog. I would love to be wrong. I would love to be proven wrong. I would love to see this team go get a a road win there. They do have the games looming if the schedule holds up with Cincinnati and at Houston coming in a couple of weeks. You got to get ready for the big boy basketball in the American. So this is a little bit of a test here with SMU.
0: Yeah, you you heard it here first. Look, a Memphis or Memphis or Memphis State grad telling you to perhaps take SMU. <laughs> Uh, uh, Look, uh, look, I think he doesn't want to jinx it because he's got the Bucks going to the Super Bowl.
1: Right, right.
0: He's gonna focus on that one. But uh, make sure you give TJ Reeves a follow at Buck Sideline Guy on Twitter, guys. Host of the Three Dog Thursday podcast. Make sure you check that out. And obviously, I guess you gotta root for the Bucks. I know. Look, Tom Brady's got uh, what he he he's, he's you know one of the best of all time, if not the best. It depends on who you ask, but. My guy Todd Bowles. How about my guy Todd Bowles doing it there?
1: Yeah, the defense has played much better for the Buccaneers, and so that's a big key here too. Along, yeah, along with uh, along with what Brady has been able to do throwing the ball. So you just hope that that continues. And and, and uh, that Mahomes guy, he's pretty good. So Todd Bowles going to have his hands full. They, These two teams played in November, so it's going to be a lot of fun building up Super Bowl Fifty Five. But rest assured, I'm going to have my eye. On the dot, 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 go Tigers go, uh, and to see if Penny Hardaway, we, we didn't bring it up yet, but before I get out of here, I want to see Penny succeed. I was in school at Memphis State uh, when Penny Hardaway was there, uh, and it was electric watching what he was able to do uh, for those couple of seasons, um, getting all the way to the Elite Eight. Nick Van Exel and Cincinnati Bob Huggins roadblocked us. Uh, in the uh, in the regular season with two wins, then the conference tournament, then the Elite Eight, we became the first team in the history of Division One college basketball to lose to the same team four times. Colby Dan in the same season, my <laughs> Memphis <laughs> State Tigers against the Cincinnati Bearcats of Bob Huggins. That happened, but I have been on board with Penny going all the way back to the early '90s as a player at Memphis. Uh, Now he is the coach there. There is definitely some angst about him getting a new contract, which he got in the middle of, of this season. Even while everything was on pause, they gave him a new contract extension. There are a lot of question marks. I would love nothing better than to see the tigers kick it into gear. Prove me wrong here against SMU and get the win. Then come home and play that two game, two step with UCF next week that I'm looking at on the schedule where they're going to play them twice. If all things are equaled at home. You may have some real momentum if you yeah. can get there if you're the Tigers.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you look I look, I'm an ECU guy, but the basketball team's not the uh not the best team. <laughs> I mean, I think they're improving, but they're still bad. And uh UCF kind of down Johnny Dawkins though, good coach, so you never know what you're going to get with them. They did beat they upset Florida State earlier this year, so definitely got your but I do think if you get past SMU here, I see a good path. And I think with your athletes, with the players, I think they could give Houston a run. So something to keep an eye on here, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say take Memphis and the three and a half. Now this is not a lock by any means, because I, I, I just don't trust these, these crazy 72 hour games, but uh, stay tuned. Uh, t- but TJ going to, going to ride with the Mustangs, going to ride with the Mustangs. And I'm going uh, to, by the way, I will add in also that I will take the bucks getting three and a half.
1: So there we go. I'm not arguing with you there. I'm arguing with you briefly about my tigers being on the road in Dallas. Anybody gonna go against Tom Brady when the Buccaneers are playing in their home stadium? <laughs> Unless you're Patrick Mahomes' family, I could understand them. But other than that, you gotta go with you gotta go with Brady. So I'm I'm with you on my Buccaneers, and I want my Tigers to show me that they can go get a quality road win in Dallas Moody Coliseum, right? Yes. Uh, on the SMU campus. I've been in that building too. Let's see what the Tigers can do.
0: There you go. Once again, follow at Buck sideline guy, and that's Buck and in Buccaneer B U C, not like the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Give TJ a follow TJ Reeves. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. And uh, guys, if you're a first time listener to the college experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. We've been doing it for over four years now. And me, Patty C NC, Nick, my co-hosts that are normally with me. We've been over 500 picking every game each season, not as a, I mean, as a collective, sure. But each of us for four years now, over 500 picking every college basketball, every college football game. um, and, And And also our locks way over 500, all of that for free on a spreadsheet over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm going to try to charge you for is your, is your kindness. If you can get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. We'd certainly appreciate it. Uh, Say some nice things about us. Often time sponsors have told us that's a big deal in in the world. They want to see fans engaged, talking about the product they're about to invest in. So, TJ, what you want to say anything else? My friend, I got one more
1: thing. What's the that? three dog Thursday podcast is your brethren podcast right here on the sports gambling podcast network of shows. And we are talking a lot of college basketball uh, towards the end of that podcast for this weekend with the sec big 12 challenge, you know, I'll be locked in to pick Dundee Patty, the C and all your guys with what you're liking for this weekend. But my handicapper, Brian Edwards of MajorWager.com is all over the games on Saturday. Saturday, sec, big 12 challenge. So if you find three dog Thursday via the sports gambling podcast network of shows or through apple podcast or Spotify, we are talking a lot of college basketball for Saturday's games uh, on that podcast as well. So thank you for one more plug there. Love what you do on the college experience, brother. Thank you for having me,
0: dude, of course. And, And, and sec, big 12, that, that Alabama, Oklahoma, Yes, sir. Look, people are thinking this is football. No, you're talking Oklahoma's on a roll in the big 12. Alabama's undefeated in the sec. I don't know what's happening. The worlds are colliding. I thought 2020 was over
1: hey, here. Right? Hey, there are some games by design. I mean that, uh, that Auburn game, Auburn coming around with, yeah. with nothing to play for, but the regular season at Baylor, Florida at West Virginia, Texas tech at LSU, Kansas at Tennessee. Again, we're talking about all of those on three dog Thursday. You'll be all over it here, picking those games all over the place on a college experience, but that'll be a lot of fun Saturday. We got to do something. We got no NFL this weekend. The super Bowl's the following weekend. So let's, let's dive in head first into the deep end with the college hoops, brother.
0: Love it. Love it. Once again, give TJ Reeves a follow on Twitter at BucksidelineGuy guy and check out the three dog Thursday podcast. All right, guys, this is the college experience SMU Memphis style. You better start thinking about yours and we out.